In today's episode, once again, we are speaking to the amazing Alice Crowley. Alice is a well-respected authority in transformation who specializes in helping people release unhelpful and destructive patterns, beliefs, and behaviors to activate deep and lasting change in their lives and finances. She is a certified master coach, counselor, NLP programming um, practitioner, hypnotherapist, transformational specialist. Alice's work is founded on the principles of the power of quantum connection, the art and science of applying quantum forces, quantum focus rather, and heart-mind connections, unlock unlimited potential and possibilities and prosperity. And today we're talking to Alice about how to navigate from darkness to light. She herself went from being severely addicted to various drugs and uh, spending and various other addictions and has now become a transformation uh, transformational coach, so much so that her story has been I captured in a book, which is now going to become a movie. So let's speak to Alice and find out how you and I too can go from darkness to light. And if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionofoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, once again, we have the amazing, we have the wonderful Alice Crowley. Welcome, Alice. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's amazing to be here. <laughs> thank you so much for coming back, Alice. We had such a fantastic conversation. It's been probably one of the best ones I've had for a while. And I, I'm thrilled to have you back on Money Talkies. But once again, everyone's heard your intro. They know how wonderful you are. But please, in your own words, share with, with everyone what it is that you do. Thank you so much, uh, girl. So it's um, Alice Crawley. I'm an author, a professional speaker, and a quantum transformation coach. So I help people to access their unlimited source of potential and possibilities to create a life that they absolutely love. Absolutely wonderful. And we talked quite a lot about being in, in the space of darkness before, you know, before coming out the other end, and especially as entrepreneurs. And I know that a lot of uh, people who listen to this particular podcast are entrepreneurs. They are either entrepreneurs in the heart or actually are entrepreneurs and they've set up their businesses and are working on them at the moment. So today's topic is all about how to navigate yourself from darkness to light. And I think from based on your journey, what you've described, this is a perfect topic for you. So talk us through this now, um, Alice. We know we've invited, you know, that as an entrepreneur, we're going to come across these incidents, this this times in our lives when we think we've got our, you know, we've got our things together, we've got a life together, and all of a sudden, you know, because we do take risks, everything falls apart, and you're you're sitting on your bum thinking, oh, what did I just do? And so, and that, and the shame attached to it as well, like I thought I'm supposed to be a success, why am I a failure again? You know, and having that, and entrepreneurs go through those 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 shame, uh, you know, episodes quite frequently. <laughs> you know success yes. failure success failure 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 success right it happens quite a lot I know myself I experienced that quite a bit and so how do we start where do we even start what do we do if if someone thinks mm-hmm. and, and they and, and and by the way I want to add to this 
if your natural state of being is going into a space of hopelessness, that's when you'd be. And I'm going to share my personal example. So when I left my uh, my second husband, um, you know, and he pulled the financial, you know, a card and you know was was literally forcing me to accept his girlfriend as his and as as a second wife and so forth. And I said no. The 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 energy I had at that time was complete hopelessness. I was hopeless. I didn't have anything. I was a failure as a mom, as a woman, and so the the shame energy of failure and hopelessness stayed with me. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's my go to now. And I can share this because this is being vulnerable and open about it. Even now, from the outside, people see me as successful, have the properties and have this and have this business and other business. Every time I don't succeed at something or when it's my time to be tested again, which is quite frequent at times, I go back into the energy of hopelessness, of shame, of embarrassment. And, you know, then I judge my intelligence and judge my ability. I judge my ability even as a mother. It makes it, it doesn't make logical sense, but obviously emotions are logical and your subconscious mind is illogical. So we tend to go into those old emotions, which is your go-to when you're down. How yes. do you get out from this? Because hopeless is a horrible, horrible place to be. Like everything's out of my control. I can't do anything. Uh, I'm a fool. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm, you know, and you're embarrassed to tell anyone about what's happened. Because remember, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're doing this on your own. How do you even begin this journey? So, so it's a great question, and it, it, it there, there's something. One of my go-to's has been, you know, through painful practice Mm -hmm. make no mistake through painful practice I never I never like to position this like oh here's three easy R's and everything like blood sweat and tears right you know that 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 it it, you know have learned the hard way took a very expensive scenic journey but there's three R's that I come back to when I find myself on this roller coaster and you know if, if I'm too feeling too high or particularly when I'm feeling too low and the three R's are relax release and reset. And what those stand for, for me, is that I have to come back firstly to relax. And now that, that, that sounds, I don't mean, you know, I'm not saying that in a, you know, that make you know, just relax about it. But what I mean about that relax is wherever I'm at, if I find myself and we all do it where we repeat patterns or we're triggered into an old emotional mm-hmm. response system. Um, and it's, it's natural it, and it's more than natural. It's actually, it's actually a neural network, right. That, that, that's, that's been burned into it's, it, it becomes like, um, it becomes our unconscious blueprint. It's it's like programming of a PC, right? So we default to it. We default to it. We know that we're doing it, but it can often be very hard to shift it if we've got those neural pathways already kind of burnt in place. Um, so so really, the, you know, the, the the art of it is how do we relax and accept where we're at so that we can start to shift our energy and our focus to something that's going to put us on a different trajectory in terms of how we're thinking and how we're feeling. So the first R for me around relax is very simply that reminder that I need to make, that I give to myself, even when I'm in a pit of despair or hopelessness. And when I say relax, I mean it as in a letting go or a surrender and coming to a place of you know, I, I consider like being an entrepreneur, I think of it as, as getting a black belt in acceptance, right? Because there's so much acceptance that we have to cultivate through the process. So when I say, you know, that relax about where you're at, it's about honoring where you're at and accepting where you're at. And honestly, that can be 
the hardest part of the battle, right? Because what happens for me is it's just like, how could this have happened again? And I'm meant to be the expert in this. And uh, all of those narratives start spinning in the head, right? Are they helpful? No, they're incredibly unhelpful and they make us feel worse and they drive us further down the shame spiral. So what I have to do is go, okay, the first one is just relax. And that stands for, reminds me to accept that this is where I'm at and this is where it is. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because if I was talking to a best friend and they came to me and they were like bashing themselves because they were in the same spot and they haven't had a nice linear journey on their financial recovery, I'd be the first one saying to them, please go, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. You all do it. Right. So the first step is that relax, that acceptance. Okay. This is where I'm at. It's okay. Let's just let the path, whatever's unraveling, unraveling, relax and honor where we're at. The second one is releasing the emotions that are coming with it because the challenge is, and again, we go into that default, that old programming. And, and it's more than, as I say, it's not just natural. It, it, it's, it's hardwired, right? We, we, we get these, the, these particular mental patterns, these, you know, these triggers, the, these neuroses that get sort off in our head. And th- there's, that when we get stuck in these these webs of the neuroses and the shame spiral, it's because we get stuck in the analysis, which is just our head telling that we can telling us that we can figure it out. It's actually not about figuring it out. It's about releasing the energy and the stories and the narratives that come with it. Mm-hmm. So the first step is that relax and accepting it. And that second one is releasing, not buying into it, not analyzing it, not investigating it. There's nothing wrong with doing that investigative work and reflecting, but the best thing we can do is go into a meditative state, find a way to channel and release the emotions that are coming with it. Because actually it's a story that we're telling ourselves. It's nothing more than that. And there was a great tip I got from, from a friend, um, you know, some time ago uh, from Rehab, but um, I love this one that she said, when you're in a negative narrative loop in your head, start saying to yourself, I'm a banana, I'm a banana, I'm a banana. And when I heard, I'm thinking that's so ridiculous, but that's the point. It's ridiculous. And, and it was, a good point because it doesn't matter what the tape is in your head and it's a way of short circuiting so whatever negative thing like i'm a you know i've stuffed it up again i'm a failure i can't believe i've done this i'm a banana i'm a banana and just say that until it starts stops it right and and it's just that beautiful reminder of whatever the thoughts that are going in your head they're not true they're Mm -hmm. simply the rewired emotional response pattern to something that's happening in your life so it's okay relax find a way to release it. You might need to channel. You might need to cry. I had a big cry earlier today. <laughs> this is, this is, these are the things we do. I, I go on the balcony and I have a dance. I journal, I talk to a friend. So it's finding whatever way you can to, in a really healthy way, release those emotions, mm. allowing that to release out of our system. It clears it so that we can create space to reset. And that's the third R. And that reset is when we've cleared the emotion out and you might need a big sleep. You might need a couple of big sleeps. It might take you a couple of days. You know what? It, it Like I ideally do a massive emotional, mental, and neurological and physical reset every morning. I don't get out of bed until I feel that I'm congruent and I'm aligned with a sense of gratitude and love and peace. And I genuinely can get out of bed knowing 
that I am drawing amazing things into my experience. Now that takes a lot of mental discipline. And, and that's been a big decision I've made in my life over the last two years. But if I can't get over my own negative self-talk, I'm not facing the world. <laughs> so that's that. So when I talk about that reset, it's it's about resetting to no matter what, no matter where you've been, no matter what decision you have just made, no matter what has just happened in the moment just before this, you have a moment and an opportunity right here and right now to reset around what your intention is and match that intention with an elevated emotion and start tapping into how it feels to already have what it is you want and to feel how it is you want to feel. Mm. Now, I know I'm saying that in a very simple way, and I know that it sounds simple and it's maybe not always easy, but I come back to those three hours whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, angst, stuck, hopeless, despairing, because I know that fighting and trying to grapple and work it out and wrangle my way to a better reality, that's not going to work. The best thing I can do is let go, let go and let God, as people would say, but release it, relax about it, release it, and then reset. I think that's beautifully said. I want to add a little bit more to it, which I've recently come across, and that's the the truth of the matter is you're going to have times in your life when um, you do need to um, look at your diet as well one of the biggest things that I found was in as you're as women your your hormonals and you as you get older or even when you're younger as well stress has a different impact on you as an entrepreneur so unfortunately I think there's very little differentiation because we we I was born into this you know in in the in the late 70s early 80s segment where there was a big female false female empowerment bullshit excuse the language and we <laughs> were told that we're like we're like men we're like men. we're not like men okay we no, can no. be we, we can be great entrepreneurs and we are great entrepreneurs but we cannot be treated the same way as men because we have hormones we have emotions and our emotions are dictated by our hormones so I think that's another thing that I've come to realize is a lot of the times it's not because my mental capacity has got has diminished or I'm I'm stupid or dumb. It's because my emotions are all over the place and that's because of my hormones. So you do need to check, you know, when you are in the dis if you are in despair, you do need to keep an eye on to make sure that it's not exaggerated, that it could be falsified information. Right. So mm. what is fear? Fear is false information in you know, a false um uh was it something the, the acronym for it? Uh yeah, I think it yeah, uh, false 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 evidence false, of appearing real, appearing appearing real. And so a lot of the times if as if you are a female, you're and you have stress and you go through a lot and being an entrepreneur, you do go through a lot of stress, you're gonna have cortisol impacting you and then it's gonna have direct impact on other hormones of yours and you know it maybe you are out of balance. That's gonna impact you and how you view yourself and how how sad you feel as well. And as I recently came to understood. And so therefore I took I looked, I'm just adding something in because it's very important that we we focus on okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? We don't actually think what we would, we are all these spiritual beings, but we're living in a physical body and that physical body has needs and needs to be rested and needs to be well taken care of. It needs to be fed. And sometimes you need to give it nutrition, which it may be lacking. 
I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So I just want to add in there that I, I found that, you know, when I'm going, because I'm going through this this period of the moment again, I'm thinking, oh, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell? And I thought I was spiraling downwards and I realized, no, it's not. I've got hormonal issues and I've t- I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't do conventional medicine, so I wasn't going to go for that. So I went and researched and I went and got lion's mane and a few other things to help me focus. Mm, and of course, the yes. problem's still there, but now I feel in control. I feel... I think the one thing that we need to understand is as soon as we believe we can control this, we can do this, we can we can overcome this by something. Not not over and we don't we can't control situation, but we can control ourselves. I can control me. I can control what I do. I can control how I behave. There's a sense of empowerment which allows you to move forward. I think when you feel out of control and you don't feel that you've got control over yourself, that is when you spiral downwards. Wouldn't you say? I absolutely agree, um, Gal, and I think it's wonderful that you pointed out, um, you know, the reality of what we're we're dealing with with our human and our physical bodies, right? And and that's exactly it. But it's important to, and it's not easy when you're in it. But factor, you know, another factor, you know, that I had to face into. I was diagnosed high spectrum ADHD at the age forty five, mm-hmm. um, and it was very late in my life to be, you know. Um, but diagnosed with that um but it was like suddenly it made sense in terms of and actually i've got a theory a conversation for another day i think there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are high spectrum adhd i think i I think i I haven't been diagnosed but i think i probably have i do i probably have a i'm very likely i thought the symptoms it's re- I know it's really interesting and we're, we're hearing about more and more female entrepreneurs and female women generally are being diagnosed later in life. I'm convinced my mother had ADHD and I think that's why she drank heavily. It was her way of trying to, with it. you know, regulate. And so I think it's great you raise that about hormones because there are very physical, that self-care component is so important because mm-hmm. if we're not, if we're not looking after our bodies, if we're not looking after ourselves, those biochemical reactions, that that reactivity chain, which is what which is what will drive us into anxious or shame spirals, right? It's it's it, it basically that's when the nervous system takes over. It's it's a response, and this is what happens with hormones, or when we get run down, high anxiety, stress, as you said, that that cortisol. I've heard plenty of medical experts say, in their estimation, about ninety five percent of disease is related to toxic emotion or suppressed emotion. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. No. That that that's what's you know you listen to Deepak Chopper you listen to all of the masters in this space and it and it all comes down to what um yeah what we're not releasing or what we're not saying and how we're not looking after ourselves so I think it's great you've called that out because it's really important and I think particularly as women as you say we are um yeah we do need to look after ourselves and we are going to go uh on hormonal journeys um and we have different factors biochemically to deal with and that needs to be taken into consideration um, i think that that's also needs to be appreciated because we i think we get our superpowers from being women but we also are at a disadvantage compared to men because we are women if we judged in the it's like going to that example you know a, a, a while ago that i saw if you judge a fish by what 
an elephant can do that's never going to be an equal equal uh you know equal test because what qualities a fish has and what qualities forget elephant elephant's a bit too big but imagine a bird of so similar size right so a fish and a bird they're equal size and they have you know different abilities but they may be equally wonderful but they're different abilities you can't judge it by one by the other and unfortunately the way this world has come about over the last i mean i'm 45 now so the last 40 years of my life i really feel that you know when because I, I remember i've been guilty of this like i could do everything a man can do and i'm this, this, this. and now that i'm at you know a mid a mid age and i'm thinking I'm equal to a man, hands down, absolutely I am, but I'm not the same as a man. I don't want to be the same as a man. And I want my challenges to be accepted. I think it's harder for women to be entrepreneurs because men do not have that emotional roller coaster that we do as women. So I'm sure all entrepreneurs go through this ups and lows, but there's the reason why I think there's less entrepreneurs as female entrepreneurs and successful ones is because we go through more of these deep and dark moments, not just because of oh, what we're going to experience physically, but also physiologically, you know, like there's um, the hormonal issues. And if we don't recognize it, and had I not recognized what was happening to me, and uh, I would have gone spiraling down with like, I'm just, you know, I, I had brain fog. I literally had brain fog. I couldn't work. My head hurt. And from going to someone who would read a lot, I couldn't read more than a few pages. I was, I was stuck. And this is not something that a man's going to experience, at least not in, in, in mid-age, you know, in, in mid-40s. Whereas women, this is very common. I'm not unique. This is very, very normal. And we need to understand that about ourselves. We have to give extra self-love and we have to appreciate. I am a superpower. You know, I'm amazing. I'm fabulous. If I can be successful with notwithstanding all the challenges I'm coming against, yeah, I'm amazing. So another way to... Not to become a victim about it, but to you know, reinforce, I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. I love myself because look at what I go through and look what I achieve. But wouldn't you say just, you know. It's- oh, I, 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 I love that. I absolutely echo that sentiment. And I would add to that, that the more we can talk about and normalize the up and down feelings that are involved with being a risk-taking female entrepreneur yes. that wants to, that, that you know, only wants a life um, of, of, of daring adventure and living on the edge and expanding ourselves. And, and this is something that I speak to as well about the anxiety that comes with expansion. I heard you talking about it with the up-leveling. I think of it, it's like when you're going up a mountain, you need to acclimatize. The air gets thinner. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and it gets lonelier. It gets lonelier. And it gets it get yeah that's it and it gets lonelier and it's not easy and so I love that you are cultivating these conversations girl like I think this is exactly what we need to be doing because for me it makes all the difference in the world just to normalize the just to be reminded that you know I have been going through big changes at home with work career the book the film emotionally have been all over the place and I'm like what's going on I don't understand and thank goodness that that I had one of my you know therapeutic colleagues say Alice it's not a mystery there's no mystery you know but it was it was just a beautiful reminder you know there's no mystery of course you're feeling all over the place because you're going through major change and you're embarking on big initiatives that you've invested a lot of heart and soul into so guess what it is going to be up and down 
<laughs> you know, and, and and that's okay. And and as I say, I really appreciate and respect that you're drawing these conversations um, out of us because we need to be having these conversations because it helps. For me, it helps to know that there's other people out there that get it. I work with a couple of mompreneurs who created, we created this app to help people. It's a defer, deferral payment system to help buy some people time, you know, between bills because in Australia, Australians have never been so financially stressed, um, you know, and mothers and single parents are under a lot of pressure. And I see these mompreneurs, you know, mums with, with, you know, and, and you know, they, they've got a job, they've got an app they're doing on the side or even a couple of businesses and a couple of kids. And I'm just going like, I just oh my God. Yeah. how, how they do it. Right. You know, but they're absolutely so yes to that. I think they're absolute rock stars. They're legends. And, you know, we, we stay connected and we have these regular chats and that's what helps gets us through is, is to have those conversations and go, you know what, I'm just feeling like absolutely feeling like a, you know, absolutely all over the place. And it's, and, and it's great to have other strong, empowered entrepreneurs, people like yourself, we're out there expanding on what's possible for us, you know, and we are already a success and that comes with lots of emotional ups and downs and that's mm. okay <laughs> wonderful and so talk us through again so let's come back to this in the three r's so yes. how would you you know what what sort of meditations would you devise I mean, is it a specific meditation that you do or is it also just generally you know pick one from the from youtube so i want to go a bit deep dive into the three r's as well now so how would you um, actually you know ask someone to okay Let's let them in. Let's you know. Let's reset first, okay? Uh, you know. So so how would you do that? So describe us through that. And take talk us through that. Sure. So so when I talk about the the relax, release, and reset, I think of that as you know that's a process that if I'm honest about it, I often need to sort of take myself out of my environment out of my reality and go and have a, a lie down and do that right that that's something that I need to you know I I do that before I get out of the bed in the morning I do that before I go to bed at night um, if I'm having a really overwhelming day it's not always possible that I can go and take myself off for a meditation but meditating and I know I just I feel like oh my god I can't believe she's going to say meditating but it really is true and when I say meditating in terms of going through that relax and releasing and reset process is that in my experience, when I go into feeling overwhelmed or feeling hopeless, if I try to shift my energetic state or my emotional state from that place where I'm feeling overwhelmed or hopeless, it's just, I'm not going to arrive at the solution. I need to tap into a different state of consciousness. And so by that, I mean, I need to take myself away. I've got meditations on my website. I've got people like um, Alessandria, who's a South American healer, who's worked with people like Joe Dispenza. So I've got my favorites and my go-tos. Um, I, uh, my meditations and the people um, that I listen to for my meditations all have similar um, integrated practices. So when I say integrated practices, I mean, these are Taoists, these are meditations inspired, derived by, derived from Taoist and Buddhist meditations of going into our heart space, devo- dissolving, like really, um, you know, going into a deep still place within our heart, <laughs> 
creating and connecting that that heart mind connection and cultivating that coherence and and what in order to do that it really is taking our way ourselves away from the external stimulus right because you know when we're looking at things so it's going into that meditative state it's going into that heart space it's allowing ourselves to release the memories the emotions the experiences everything that has you know created whatever has happened up until this point and being able to go into that space and emotionally release it and make no mistake that could happen in 3 minutes it could happen in 30 minutes it could be 3 hours it could be 3 weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> right depends on where we're at um i you know and it's different for everyone i i would say that the same principles of that relaxing honoring accepting where i'm at releasing the emotions around it and then resetting with that intention and 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 setting that intention of how i want to be feeling and matching that with an elevated emotion that's a daily practice for me as i say i do it first thing in the morning i do it before i go to bed at night and i practice it throughout the day mm-hmm. um I, I find it a lot easier as i say to to take myself out and sometimes in the middle of the day if i you know i can't i, I don't have the opportunity to go and lie down for half an hour to do that meditation and clear all of the narrative and the ego noise to tap back into that heart space which is really that that is where we're going to be able to tap into that unlimited source of love and light and energy right that's mm-hmm. that's <laughs> what that's where that energy is going to come from we have to we have to go below the noise we have to go below the narratives we've got to go beyond all of that and the best way I've found to do that is is through that heart based meditation, um, and and becoming becoming aware and and bringing into very clear consciousness how we're feeling at all levels of our being. So we're, it, it, it's a practice of cultivating awareness and alignment. I love that. I love that. Um, do you, and so you said you've got some of these meditations on your website. Is it any specific? I do. Other- yeah, so so I do, and I've got them on my um so and you can find them on YouTube. I would say go to my toolkit on alicecrawley.com. Mm-hmm. Um there are uh I mean there's lots of meditations out there. I mean, the other one that it, it it's hard, it's hard not to recommend someone like Deepak Chopra. I mean, mm-hmm. he's such a master of different meditations. And what I love about Deepak is that you know he has longer talks, but he's also got those simple, and I've got a few of these in my toolkit as well. Um, but even those simple meditations mindfulness practices anything that is going to help calm down the nervous system the moment that we start to slow our breath uh, we slow our breath down we start to slow our thoughts down we start to calm our nervous system down it's only through that more relaxed more peaceful more accepting state that that we can start to expand into a different perspective Having said that, it's easy to say that, you know, when you're when you're in that wound up state. So, so to me, the the big practice has been identifying. Okay, I've gone into hyper reactive. I've gone into a primal spiral. I've gone into a shame spiral. Cultivating that that um, that that observing ego and going, ah, okay, I've done it again, and I'm in my reactive state. What can I do right now? to unplug from it. So it may be going into the garden for five minutes, right? I'm going into the garden. I'm just going to stare at the birds for five minutes because whatever story is in my head, that's not going to help me. I need to reconnect with the moment right here and right now and slow my breath and slow my thoughts 
come back to my heart and reconnect to what it is that I want and how I want to be feeling and then matching that with an elevated emotion. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So let's wrap this up. Tell us what would be your parting comment to someone thinking, I'm going through the darkness at the moment, Alice. Help me. What's the one thing I can do today? What's the first thing I should do today? How can I start? I can't see the light. I really can't see the light. How can I start having faith and start walking towards the light? I love how you put that. And goal. what I would say from my heart to theirs is that that darkness is absolutely necessary for us to come into the light and for us to know the light. And the darkness, it feels like darkness when we're in it. And that's only because we're not able to see the greatest expansion that we're about to step into. So when we're in that place, that pit where it feels so dark, one of the best things that we can do is to really accept and honor that that's where we're at and that's exactly where we need to be. And when we go into the stillness and the silence of that darkness and we really face into it with love, we start to merge with it and realize that it isn't darkness at all. Light is at the core of it. But there are those times where it seems so dark, we can't see the light. And it, 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 I know, I really, really know having been in those dark places, those low ebbs so many times in my life, it is a matter of trusting that the light is there. The light is always there. We are the light. And it is only that there is something that needs to be cleared for us to expand into that. So wherever you are, it is 100% okay. And keep going with faith, with trust, and know that you are love and light. Beautiful. No matter what. Beautiful, beautiful report. And so this is a great place to wrap up. Tell us, Alice, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, so check out alicecrawley.com. Uh, we're going to put, I think, some links in the uh, in the show notes. But I think that's probably the best bet. Go to alicecrawley.com. You'll see information on my podcast there. I've got um, toolkits of some of my meditations. Um, and I'll be interviewing. Um, I interview other people, amazing healing and meditation masters, uh, mindset masters that I work with as well. And you can, um, and you'll find links to my YouTube. Uh, YouTube channel and my Alice TV YouTube channel as well on there. So feel free to check out um, all of those spots, alicecrawley.com, and it'll have all the links to my Instagram and Facebook as well. Wonderful. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, the links for Alex will be in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we will have the links for Alex to do check her out. She is as amazing as she sounds. Let's see if she can help you build a better business and come out from the darkness into the light. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest, Alice. It's been such a fantastic conversation that I had. We can carry on talking for hours. We really are kindred spirits. But I think, but I, I really enjoyed my time with you. And thank you for all your input and being so open and being vulnerable with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. An absolute honor and privilege. And I really hope for um, those who are listening that this brings um, some love and light and peace to you. And please remember you're not alone. You are completely loved um, and deeply worthy of love now and always. 
Wonderful. So thank you for listening to me and Alice today on Wednesday Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.